Welcome, you're listening to Minorities Be Heard with Glorica Cortez, where we'll be hearing stories of struggles, joy, and unique experiences minorities go through. This is where we'll make your voice heard. Hello everyone, thank you for being here. I decided to do this podcast because I had a really hard summer where my mental state just brought me down a lot and I had to go through a lot. Uh, a little bit too much this summer and in the past few years I've discovered a lot about myself which I've actually kept very private about but with what happened this summer and this whole year in general I learned that the more people open up about their struggles and unique situations that's when you realize that you're not really alone which is what happened to me that's when I had the idea to do this. When I started opening up on social media about my struggles, I received a lot of stories and encouragement and it honestly made a huge difference because it reminded me that I'm not alone and that I don't have to fight alone. So now I want to do that for others. I want to remind people that they're not alone and that you don't have to keep fighting alone. So for this intro episode, I will be making it short and simple. I will be just explaining what it's going to be about, how it's going to work, and what type of stories or how the stories will be shared. I will be starting with my own story on this episode because I feel like it's only fair that if I want other people to share so they can help others, I have to share mine as well, um, even though it's difficult. (laughs) Um, And I will be starting with a very difficult story, which is the story about what happened to me in September and why I ended up in the hospital. So I'll be ending this episode with a poem about that day. It's very real. It happened to me and it was a result of my mental illness. So if you are triggered by anything related to that or suicidal thoughts or suicide related please do not listen to the poem i do not want to trigger anybody i just want to be honest and tell the truth of how hard it can be and how much it can hurt people so that people can learn about it and realize that they're not alone and for the people that are not living through it that they can realize and learn how they can possibly help those going through whatever it is that they're going through Anyway, so the way that the podcast is going to work is that, I mean, the name says it all, really. It's about my minority groups and about having their voices heard through my podcast. I plan to have guests come and talk about what they have gone through, whether it's something good or something bad that they've had to live through because of the minority group that they fit into. And there are a lot. By minority, I mean anybody that feels that they're alone and that whatever they're going through is not talked about enough in the world and they want more awareness or they want people to understand them a little bit more. Those are the kind of people that I am looking to have on my show. People that have struggled or people that have found joy in situations like these ones. I also understand that it's not easy to share your story, especially so publicly. And I don't expect everyone to want to jump in and do this as well. So I completely understand that because trust me, I know how hard this is. This is not easy for me to do. So I also have the option that if you want to share your story, you can also send your story and you can either meet up with me and tell me your story and I will write the story and tell your story in my own words or I can tell your story with your words and it'll be shared 
but you don't have to be here and it can be completely anonymous. Your name doesn't have to be told. It can just be your story. If that's something that you're a bit more comfortable with, then that's something that I'm also very willing to do. And I'm assuming that a lot of stories will probably be shared like that because I honestly don't expect people to just want to, you know, jump out and tell the whole world what they're going through. I know it's not easy and I don't expect everyone to feel the same way that I do, but I still want to make a difference. I still want to tell stories. I want people to know that they're not alone. And if we can do that in whichever way we can, I think that it is great. Aside from the stories, I will also give anybody who wants to be a guest the opportunity to promote or share any of their work, um, whether it's, you know, home-based businesses or your artwork or anything that you might want to promote. I give you that time at the end of the story session or it doesn't have to be a business. It can be like I said, artwork. So you can share any talent as well. You can sing on the show if you want, or if you want to tell your story in a short story form, or if you want to tell your story in a poem like I am going to do in this episode, you can also do that. Anything that you're able to do through audio. So now I will be ending this episode with the poem, and I hope to have you back for the next one. This is my story. On Thursday, September 13th of 2018, I tried to take my own life. I can't tell you how, I can't say if I went for a dive or if I reached for a knife, but I can tell you why. I can tell you the trigger that led to that path. For the third day in a row, I didn't want to give up. I had no desire to quit. I didn't want to fall in that pit. So this night I drove. I did so happy and hopeful. Never imagined I'd end up so loathful. I stopped as the red light was lit. Yes, I did grab my phone, I'll admit. I did so, but just to push on a button. I didn't know many cruel souls. His was so rotten. I only used it to call back my mother. I was fine that day, I told myself and my brother. I said to the cop, I only used it to call back, I really prefer not to text. But he didn't listen, he just took it as a pretext. I put the phone on speaker. I truly felt like I wasn't in the wrong. Turns out I wasn't even all that strong. You were behind the wheel, he repeated. My body began to feel so heated. My temperature rose fast and just like that, it dropped. The sweating, the shivers, the tears, how could it be stopped? I will be writing you a ticket. How can someone be so wicked and leave me in the midst of a panic attack? I guess he said he'd be back. This had never happened. Not this bad. This is where it truly gets sad. This one was the worst. It was in front of a stranger and this time I had a plan. I was in danger. I confided in him that I was on suicide watch, but still he felt so detached. I explained I had no money and this was the first time I've ever been stopped. His words, his stare, it felt like my broken heart dropped. He wouldn't let me off with a warning. He gave me a $287 consequence. It was bad, yes, but that's not what I saw as incompetence. I called the crisis line for once. I felt in danger, and I was stuck with an uncaring stranger. I cried hysterically, and I did try to talk as the cop sat back in his car. But the crisis line's help didn't go very far. I was told to breathe, and I was instructed to explain myself.
I honestly don't know what the cop thought to himself when he returned with the ticket and hung up my cell. It's not like he didn't know about it all, that I was fighting a war. I did pass him the phone. At this point, I couldn't talk anymore. He told me, after we're done here, give them a call back. Had he any idea how hard it was to call that one time? I don't even know what was said. There was nothing to read on his face. He returned to me my phone as he stood nice and tall. A disgrace. I assured him as I crumbled the paper, I won't be alive to pay. Whether he just didn't care or wasn't convinced, he chose not to stay. He told me to calm down. He thought that was help. He was making me drown. I sat in my car, suffocating in my own air. My life, all of it began to feel so unfair. As I watched through the blurry vision, I saw him drive away. He did not assure me it would all be okay. He chose not to protect but to kill me instead. He left me alone. He left me for dead. I can't tell you the details of what happened next. It just felt like my life was under a hex. I can't share with you the details of my wound. I can't fully share with you my pain. But for the first time during a panic attack, I had a plan and something just shifted within my brain. But along the way, by miracle, they were guided. Their hearts and minds, one goal, they were united. My family and friends, somehow a fluke in technology, an angel perhaps, I don't know the reason, but they found me alive. 1% on the phone in my hand with pain all around. Everything so blurry and falling apart. I had no desire for life. I almost died, don't you understand? 